the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Let's pray even as we get into the word of God for today. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you that grace is released to communicate the word of life and grace is imparted for a life of all-around excellence. Thank you that everyone tuning at this time or watching thereafter will be imparted and transformed by the power of your word. I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Welcome once again. That's a series we began a couple of weeks ago that is gifted for success. Come with me to Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 16. The Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Verse 15. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately... He went on a journey. He gave one five to one two to one one. The Bible said he went on a journey. Everybody was gifted. That's what we are looking at. Gifted for success. Everybody in life. From the very beginning of the teaching, we established that everyone in life is gifted. And I would like you to type into the comment box, I am gifted for success. I need that to stick and stay with you all through the series. You are gifted for success. You may not know it. And that's why last week we spent some time to help you to be able to discover that gift. It's very important. So we began exploring the need for us to know our gift. We started by establishing the fact that everybody is gifted. We looked at 12 important facts about our gift. And last week... I trust you were on and it was a blessing to you how to recognize your gift because we established that if you are going to get the most out of your gift, if you are going to uh, succeed through your gift, there are four stages. One is that you need to recognize that there's a gift in you. There's a gift in you. There's a gift in you. There's a lion in you waiting to roar. There's a lion in you that your world needs. There's a gift in you, a gift of global significance, a gift for global impact in you. And that's what we started with. So we need to recognize that. And then we said, when we recognize the gift, the gift in you is in its raw form. It's a raw gift. For it to be profitable and for it to be impactful and for it to equip you for you to succeed, you need to refine the gift. You need to refine the gift. And today, that's going to be the focus of our teaching today. 
how to refine the gift of God in you, the talent that God has gifted you with, the grace God has put on your life, how you can refine the gift so that it can become a sharp gift, it can become a blessing, it can be in a state that it can impart a lot of people. And I want us to read our text today from 1 Samuel 16, verse 14 to 21. 1 Samuel 16, 14 to 21. The Bible says, Now the Spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and the Lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear. Some of Saul's servants said to him, A tormenting spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find, please take note, let us find a good musician to play the harp. Whenever the tormenting spirit troubles you, he will play soothing music and you will soon be well again. All right, Saul said, find me someone who plays well. Wonderful. Find me someone who plays well and bring him here. One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Take note of the word, talented harp player. In other words, he was a gifted harp player. Not only that, he's a brave warrior, a man of war, and has good judgment. And he's a fine-looking young man. And the Lord is with him. What an impeccable CV. He's a talented player, a fine-looking young man. The Lord is with him. And then he says he has good judgment. He's a courageous man, a man of war. And the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, Send me your son David, the shepherd. Jesse responded by sending David to Saul, along with a young goat, a donkey loaded with bread and wine skin, full of wine. So David went to Saul and began serving him. Saul loved David very much. And David became his armor bearer. That is very important. Next week, we'll touch on that. He became his armor bearer. He didn't begin as his armor bearer, but he ended up becoming his armor bearer. So we're looking at refine the gift. To refine, it means to bring out the quality in a thing. To refine, to take away impurities. And if you come to the book of Proverbs chapter 24, verse 4, the Bible gives us an insight about the need to refine that. Proverbs 24, 4. The good news version says, Take the impurities out of silver, and the artist can produce a thing of beauty. He said, take the impurities. Take the impurities. To refine something means you take the impurities. Anything that would lessen the value of a thing, you take it out. That's what it means to refine to make it fine. In the most simplest time is to make something fine. When you refine something, you are making it finer or you are making it better or you are making the beauty in it to be seen. And that's what you need to do with your gift. Your gift is raw, but your gift needs to be refined. Why is it so important that we refine our gift? In this first episode, that's what we want to uh, focus on, the need to refine your gift. And the first reason why you must refine your gift is because it increases its value. Refining your gift increases its value. Your gift in its raw state is great, but your gift in its refined state is better. If you are going to get the most out of your gift, the raw talent is not enough. You need to refine it. You need to refine it. 
In the book of Proverbs, again, the CEV version says, CEV, it says, silver must be purified before it can be used to make something of value. Your gift is like silver. It's like a precious stone. You know, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs 17, 8, the King James Version says, it said, a gift is like a precious stone in the eyes of him that had it. He said, whithersoever he turneth it, it prospereth. A gift is like a precious stone. It's like silver. Wherever you turn it, it prospered. If your gift is going to become that valuable, silver, like silver is refined, like gold is refined, it needs to be refined. It needs to be refined. When your gift is refined, it becomes valuable. How did David's gift become valuable to Saul? There's one word there we find in the Amplified Version, 1 Samuel 16, 18. He says, one of the young men said, I've seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who plays skillfully. That's the word. He plays skillfully. The reason why of all the many talented people in Israel at the time, a lot of young men, I believe, knew how to play the harp. They were all talented. But what set David apart was the fact that he was not just talented, but he could play skillfully. He was skillful at playing the harp. What are you skillful at? You may be gifted, but have you worked on your gift and have you moved it from the point of raw talent to the status of a, a skill? A skill is very important. A skill means that you, you know how to control it. You are able to master it. You can repeat the same thing again and again without fail. That's a skill. It means you mastered your art. And that's very important. David's gift was valuable because he honed it. He refined it. He became skillful at it. You know, all across the globe, refined products are generally expensive. When a product is cocoa in its raw state, it's cheap. But when cocoa is refined, so many things can be gotten out of it. Chocolate can be gotten out of it. Milo can be gotten. All kinds of things can be gotten out of it because it has gone through the process of refining. And when you also refine your gift, you will begin to see that a lot of opportunities are opening up to you all because you refine your gift. Number two, refining your gift transforms it into a skill. I've just talked about a little bit about it. Refining your skill Refining your gift transforms the raw gift into a skill. A skill is more valuable than the raw gift. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs 22, verse 29. The New Living Translation says, Do you see someone skilled in their work? Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. They will serve before kings and not serve before officials of low rank. The reason why some people can play at the World Cup and other people will play around their neighborhood in some uh, red park in their neighborhood and they will never rise to the status of playing in the World Cup is the extent of refinery, how people are able to refine their gift. Some people can go all the way up, others with the same gift, but they are not able to go so far. That must not be you. I pray that you will refine your gift and develop it into a skill. The God's Word translation said, Do you see a person who is efficient in his work? He will serve kings. He will not serve unknown people. David was a very skillful person. Look at Psalm 78, verse 70 to 72. He chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfold, from following the ewes, 
great when they are young. He brought him to feed his people and Israel his inheritance. So, take note, he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. David had skillful hands. May your hands become skillful. May you become skillful at in the area of your giftedness. He cared for them with a true heart and led them with skillful hands. So when you refine your gift, it takes the gift further. It moves it to a status of a scale. A scale. Number three, refining your gift gives us competitive advantage. It gives a competitive advantage. You must understand that we live in a world of numerous intense competition. There's competition. In the world of sports, there's competition. That's why among many people who are talented in playing football in a nation, ultimately, it's only 11 set of guys or maximum 22 set of players that can be taken to any major tournament at the time. Imagine the number of uh, sporting clubs we have in our country. Imagine the number of sporting clubs we have around the world. And look at the number of people, the minute number of people, the limited number of people that are selected to play for any major tournament. That makes you know that you are not the only person who is gifted. You are not the only person who is talented. There are other people who are talented and you have to compete for a space among all of these people. How can you find your space? That's when the refining your gift becomes a necessity. There are many people who are doctors. How can you become a distinguished doctor? That's when, when you hone your skill, it becomes a necessity. There are many people who are called to preach. There are many people who are pastoring. How can you become a unique pastor? How can you become a unique artist? That is where refining your gift becomes a vital necessity. It gives you a competitive advantage. I come back to our text again. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 16, verse 18, it said, let's find a good musician. That is the word. Let's find a good musician. They did not just go looking for a musician. Why? Because they wanted somebody who could play before the king. And you can't play before the king if you are not skillful in your work. We are going to bring you before Saul. We need you to be of value to him. We need you to make a difference in the king's presence. How else can you do it? We have to get the best of the best. May you become the best of the best in your field. May you become the best of the best in your area of calling. May you become the best of the best in your legal practice, in your medical practice, in your school. May you become the best of the best. Receive the grace to become the best of the best. It says, let's find a good musician. That's a word. A good musician, not any musician. Let's find somebody who can play something. No, let's find a good musician. Let's find a good musician. And then they said, find me someone who can play well. And they did that. So there are many in a life, in a world of competition. You can't just go through with your raw gift. You need to refine your gift so your gift will become an outstanding gift and a blessing unto many. I see your gift become an outstanding gift. I see many people profit and get blessed out of your gift in the name of the Lord Jesus. Number four, refining your gift enhances its acceptability and marketability. Refining your gift enhances its acceptability and marketability. You see, people have different values. People who have not seen much. There are things... Uh, King's value. 
Those things are not appreciated by ordinary people. There are things presidents value. Ordinary citizens don't value it. So based on your values in life, there are things you can accept. There are people who just take anything. But people who know they are of people of value, they don't just accept anything. And if you don't refine your gift, you can't market it in certain places. There are certain places you can't take your gift to. There are certain places, if you don't work on your gift and develop it in a certain way, package your gift in a certain way, there are a lot of places you may not be allowed to take the gift to. It's not that they don't like the gift, but they simply don't like the way the gift is being presented. So when you refine your gift, it affects your presentation, the quality of representation, the ability to communicate and express yourself. All of these things come to enhance the acceptability of your gift. There are people who are gifted, but the way they carry themselves makes their gift unacceptable. So people like their gift, but the way it's presented, it makes it very difficult for them to get across to people. The Bible said, do you see someone who is skilled? He will be accepted before kings. He will be accepted before generals. He will be accepted before men and women of renown and of repute. May your gift bring you into prominence in the mighty name of Jesus. Number five, refining your gift and multiply your opportunities in life. When you look at David, when he refined his gift, it multiplied his opportunities in life. The Bible said, a great and effectual door is open unto me and there are many adversaries. When your gift is refined, it influences your opportunities in life. You get greater and better opportunities in life. It affects where you can go and where you can stand. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 16, a gift opens a way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. It ushers you, your gift ushers you into new doors, new doors of opportunity. It brings you into a certain close net of people. It, 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 it exposes you to a certain class of people that hitherto your, your raw gift will not have allowed you to come into their presence. David's gift of playing excellently the harp brought him before King Saul. It opened the door before King Saul unto David. And you know what that door meant for David. David serving in the palace of the king opened a lot of opportunities for him. He came as a, a harp player, an excellent harp player. His immediate responsibility was to play and make sure that Saul became fine anytime demons came troubling him. But beyond that, if you look at 1 Samuel 16, 21, another opportunity was opened unto him. The Bible says, So David went into Saul and began serving him. Serving him how? Serving him with this gift. Serving him with the gift of playing the harp. But look at what happened. Saul loved David so much, and David became his armor bearer. That is another opportunity. So the opportunity to play the harp opened the door for an opportunity for him to serve as an armor bearer. That is David's gift, opening multiple doors for him. I see your gift open multiple doors for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Your gift will open multiple great and amazing doors for you in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, type in the comment box, I believe I manifest. Number six. Number six. Final reason why it's so important that you refine your gift is that refining your gift multiplies your streams of income. It also multiplies your streams of income. 
Your gift is a vital key to your prosperity in life. And when you refine it, it multiplies, it multiplies your streams of income. Apart from David, his primary assignment, the reason why he was called into the palace of Saul, or uh, yes, the palace of Saul, was to play the harp. But the moment they added additional responsibilities, you can almost tell that his income will also double. When David came in, the gift made room for him. And then other opportunities came for him to serve as an armor bearer. As an armor bearer, I'm sure he was going to be paid something extra. If you want to increase your streams of income, one of the things you can look at developing, maybe you have a regular job and you are paid a certain amount of money every month. And so because of that, particularly amongst us as Africans, most of the time, once we get something that brings us income, we tend to forget all about our gifts. But if there is one thing that can take you very far in life and cause you to become outstanding in life, it's not just getting a pay, it's working and refining your gift. When you are able to refine your gift to its topmost level, there is nothing people will not be willing to pay you for you to express your gift. That's why it's important to work with your gift. It's very important that you work and refine your gift. Your gift can become a stream of income. Some of you relate to your gift as hobbies. It's about time you began to pay a greater attention to your gift and begin to work on it. While maintaining your regular job, work on your gift. Keep on refining it until it comes to a status where you, you may, it may be okay for you to fully go into the manifestation of your gift. If you look at uh, sportsmen, a lot of them, some of them have even retired from playing, particularly in the West, but they are earning great money because their gift, their raw gift, which they refined and brought them into prominence. Those same gifts are earning monies for them. If you look at uh, David Beckham, for instance, there are perfumes named after Beckham. All kinds of things. He has a whole line of designs. Beckham this, Beckham that, Beckham this. He's no longer playing active football, but he's still earning multiple streams of income. The primary gift that brought Beckham to that level of prominence is football. But now he's gone beyond play. And still is earning money. Why? Because your gift has the ability to open you up to multiple streams of income. Once he became a celebrity sportsman, all other doors opened for him. May your gift bring you into great prominence. How then do I refine my gift? We are going to go into the full discussion of this next week, but I just want to introduce you to it because we still have some time. How do I refine my gift? How can you refine your gift to get the best out of your gift? Number one is by capturing a global vision for your gift. You need a global vision for your gift. See yourself perform or uh, express your gift or serve your gift to the world at the highest level. Imagine yourself. You have to be able to look at yourself at the highest level. If you're a public speaker, imagine yourself speak to the greatest of audiences in life. How are you going to do that? Are you going to be doing that shouting on them and screaming on them? No. So you have to refine your gift. Work on your gift until you can operate at that level. Capture a global vision for your gift. It's great to start local, but you need to have a local vision. The Bible says, Genesis 13, 15, 14. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after Lot was departed from him, he said, lift up your eyes and see from as far as to you, and look from the place where thou art. 
the north and the south and the east. Verse 15. Verse 15 says, For all the land which thou seest to thee I will give. How far can you see? How far can you see? How far? How far do you see yourself go in life? If you are into music, how do you see yourself go in life? Maybe you want to become a, a Ghana Music Award. You want to win Ghana Music. Is that all that you see? Can you see the Grammys? Can you see the Oscars? Can you see yourself perform at the, the greatest stages on the planet? That is how you need to start out with your gift. So once you see that this is your gift, begin to envision yourself functioning at that level. You are a doctor. How far do you want to see yourself go? Where do you want to see yourself end? Which class of doctors do you want to be uh, classified among? That is how you see your, you are a carpenter. What extent? Where do you want to go with your carpentry? Just want to operate small carpentry shop at Anglogar Junction and die? No. There's something bigger, something greater than that. You can do that. So have a global vision. See your, your, your product in shops across the globe. See your product in Dubai. See your product in the U.S. See your product. If you are a tailor, where do you want to go with your tailoring? Jojo Amani suits are bought all over. Hand suits are bought all over. Where, where do they, apart from Kumasi Central Market, where does your product go? Where do you want to take your product? You see, once you have a global, you capture a global vision for your gift, it changes your attitude towards your gift. You now begin to look at global ways of making, making your gift become a global uh, gift. It affects how you look at your gift. It affects how you package your gift. It affects how you present your gift. Everything changes. It changes everything. That's where it starts from. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision. You're a talented footballer. But if you are not ever, you never see yourself play in the national uh, sports team or the Black Stars or the Starlights. Star, star at a very tender age, you are not likely to go far. If you are not looking at ever playing at the World Cup, you will not be motivated to wake up and to exercise and to train in order to come to that level. It's very, very critical that you capture. The first step to refining your gift is to capture a global vision for your gift. Capture a global vision. Look at your gift beyond your immediate environment. Look at your gift. I don't want to just preach to Africans who are emotional and very responsive. I want to be able to train myself so that I can speak to any congregation in any part of our world. And whether they say amen or not, I should still be able to communicate. That's what I am dreaming of and looking at. So it's critical that we learn to refine our gift. So capture a global vision, global vision, global vision. You are, you are in law. How far do you want to go? Pharmacy, how far do you want to go? It's always important that you capture a global vision. Become, think of becoming among the, the world's 10% performance in that area of your gift. Number two, how do you refine your gift? You refine your gift by acquiring all the knowledge you can get about your gift and what it takes to make it become an outstanding gift. You have to. Get all the knowledge. Knowledge is critical. If you are going to really excel in your gifting, you need to be informed. You need knowledge. Knowledge. 
the history about the gift, what people have done in previous times, in previous generations with the gift, how people have shaped their wealth through gifts like that or similar gifts like that. How people handle themselves when their gift came into a season of prominence. You need to get that knowledge. Knowledge makes your gift valuable. Knowledge of the people who need your gift. Knowledge of the people who appreciate your gift. Knowledge of the difference your gift can make in the lives of people. Knowledge is critical. You cannot do better with your gift until you know better about your gift. You cannot do better with your gift until you know better about your gift. This is what the Bible says in Proverbs 24, as I close. Proverbs 24, 24, 3 to 5. A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuable. Through knowledge, your gift becomes what? Valuable. The Bible said the wise are mighty than the strong. And those with knowledge, they grow stronger and stronger, stronger and stronger, stronger and stronger, stronger and stronger. They grow stronger and stronger. You will grow stronger and stronger. In the manifestation of your gift, as you go for knowledge, as you embrace knowledge, as you hunger and pant after continuous knowledge for continuous improvement, I see you grow, I see you increase, I see you advance, I see you excel, I see you stand among the great, I see your gift make room for you and bring you before great people, before men of renown, before prominent people, I see you make global impact. The Bible says we are the light of the world. We are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. That is you. That is who you are in Christ. And I see your gift open the door for you to impart your immediate nation, impart your immediate family, impart the nations of the world. I see you become a global celebrity as you function and operate with your gift to the highest maximum. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you as we look forward to continue the part two of refining your gift. I trust that this session has been a great blessing to you and I look forward to having you join me next same time next week for part two of refining your gift. The Lord bless you. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me, mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. 
Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no.